What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Built with Beck, your health and fitness podcast. I am really looking forward to getting into this episode, not just because of the topic, but because by the time this is live, it's going to be July 31st, which means August is tomorrow. And I don't know about y'all, but my mind is absolutely blown that we've already made it through like seven months of the year. I feel like this year's just flown by faster than any other year. Can't believe we're already like inching towards the fall. I'm excited to talk about this episode though because I really do think that the fall is one of the most underrated seasons for a fitness journey, whether that's starting a fitness journey, making significant strides in a fitness journey, or strategically using the fall to set yourself up for a really successful New Year's or holiday season. So I want to talk a little bit about why I think this is true and then give a couple of different examples and tips, ways that you can maximize your efforts in the fall to set yourself up for a really promising future with your health and fitness goals, whether it's a goal that you want to tackle immediately or whether we want to use the fall to, like I was saying, set you up for success, maybe come the new year's or the holiday season or whenever you decide to follow a specific goal a little bit more diligently. When I say that I think the fall is underrated, here's what I mean by that. I feel like there's obviously a big like influx of people who are interested in pursuing their health and fitness goals or kicking it up a notch or taking things to the next level, finally reaching those goals when the new year hits, right? And that's that's not news. I'm not like inventing that new year's resolutions are real, not saying they're invaluable. I'm a big fan of new year's resolutions, but it's not a new thing, right? It's not a new phenomenon that the gym is always more crowded the first week of January. But I also think that there tends to be like a second wave of interest in fitness goals um, in like the late spring, early summer. And it's it's kind of like the time when we realize that we've forgotten about our New Year's resolutions, but we're reminded of that upcoming summer vacation that we wanted to be in shape for. So we like have this renewed sense of urgency with our fitness goals. Um, and then I think that there is sometimes like kind of a wave of fitness in the summer um, where it's like, oh, I'm in short. I'm in a tank top, I'm in a swimsuit, and we kind of have that awareness. But I think that early fall is a really magical, underrated time because you know what? I'm just going to be honest. A lot of people throw in the towel at this point. And I'm not even kidding. Like, I've had conversations with people at this point in the year where it's like, well, I'm already halfway through the year. I didn't reach my fitness goals. Um, I'm not where I thought I would be. Maybe I'm even further from where I want to be now than I was at the beginning of summer. So I'm already thinking in terms of like my New Year's resolution. And we just kind of write off the tail end of the year. And I think part of that might just be because in our heads, summer is over. We're heading into fall, even though it's still literally 100 plus degrees outside. Um, We still just have in our mind like, oh, it's, you know, the year's already coming to an end and it's already going to be the fall and then next thing you know it's the holidays and I'll just start again January 1st. And this is where I start thinking that the fall is so underrated, specifically early fall. So let's think about summer. Okay, we're going to compare summer and the busyness and the holidays and just the lifestyle of summer to early fall. Obviously, I'm making generalizations. Obviously, this doesn't apply to every single person, but like culturally, the pace of summer is different than early fall, right? So let's go ahead and talk about comparing summer, comparing fall, and then we'll get into more specifics on why I think this is not only the most underrated season, but why I also, or like, I guess more specific tips and tricks for navigating your fitness in the early fall. 
So starting with summer, so many people think that summer is when they want to diet. And I get it. I understand like we're in swimsuits or tank tops or shorts or it's hot outside and we have vacation. We want to feel our best. We want to look our best. So I totally understand why that might lead us to think that we need to diet for summer. But this oftentimes has people trying to diet through summer. And that can be really challenging think about summer, okay? Where people are busy traveling, we've got the 4th of July, people are having fun drinks, going on the boat, it's summer break, so if you've got kids, your kids are home. It's just like a more laid-back, fun, celebratory season than if you compare it to early fall where school is starting back up for many people, whether it's you, whether it's your kids. Early fall is kind of that sweet spot where it's like vacations have died down a bit, but we're not quite into the holiday side of the fall season yet. So we're in that liminal period where for many of us, our lives have more structure to it. And I use the word structure very intentionally here. I know at this point I might, I'm going to like have a little side note and I might be speaking to like a very niche part of my audience. But if you are a parent, if you have kids that are in school and August feels overwhelming or you feel like, oh no, I can't pursue any of my own like personal selfish goals right now because our lives are about to be really busy with the kids getting back in school and like getting back into some type of routine and like it's just so busy. I don't have the free time that I would have in the summer. I want to challenge you to reframe that thinking because busyness is a real thing, right? Like I'm not going to tell you you're not busy, but one upside to busy seasons that I have witnessed, not just in my own life, because I'm not a parent, although this isn't exclusive to parents and side note, if you are like, I have a lot of clients who are teachers. Um, so if you maybe aren't in the school system by way of a child or by yourself, you might be working for an academic system. Um, But anywho, busyness is real, but one of the plus sides of busy seasons, like the start of the school year, is that busyness leads to structure. And one of the best ways to be successful in your health and fitness journey is to create structure in your routine, create structure that supports your goals. So oftentimes I found with my clients, whether it's a parent who has a kid in school, whether it's a teacher client of mine, I've had multiple clients who are teachers and almost for like all of them, I think, um, we found that the school year is actually more effective times for them to be dieting. It's more effective times for them to be dialed in with their goals because their life outside of fitness has so much structure that that structure kind of allows us to piggyback off of that and create some really solid routines that support their health and fitness. So one of the reasons why I think the fall is so underrated for fitness is because our lives are inherently more structured. We aren't going to the water park on a Saturday as much. We aren't going on that vacation. We aren't getting drinks with friends. There's just more structure. So reason number one that the early fall specifically is an underrated time in health and fitness journeys is because generally speaking, there tends to be more structure, right? As summer comes to a close, we head into like the start of the school year and all of those things. Reason number two is generally speaking, social plans tend to die down a little bit until the holiday season starts to really ramp up in like that late October Halloween kind of rush. So if you think of it in terms of like weeks, we've got a solid like eight and a half, like eight to 10 weeks, honestly, um, between August, September, and then mid-October where there's really not as much 
going on in terms of holidays or extravagant kind of occasions. Um, And so that really helps, right, to not have like a holiday every weekend or vacations back to back or things like that. Reason number three is the weather cools off. I don't know where you're listening to this from, but I am in Texas and it is over 100 degrees right now as I'm talking. Um, And it's not going to cool down quite yet, but it will be cooling off soon. And when the weather is cooler, we might be having fewer pool days, but it might be more enjoyable to go for walks. We might be more active outdoors on the weekends. It might just feel less like the devil's armpit. You know what I'm saying? Um, But then the last for the fourth reason, I guess, that I think the early fall can be an underrated time to pursue your fitness goals This is all like a mental side of things, but I think that there's something to be said about that like mental rush where you kind of feel accomplished because you're like getting ahead of that New Year's resolution window. Like you feel accomplished because you're doing something early, even though it's not necessarily early, right? Like New Year's resolutions aren't inherently this magical time to start fitness, but it does kind of feel unconventional to start something in the early fall. So I think part of that can also make you feel accomplished. Speaking of school, um, if you can think back to being a student, maybe you're a student right now, it's kind of like that feeling of accomplishment when you finish an assignment before it's due, even if it's like a couple hours early or just a day early, or if you're two weeks early, finishing something before it needs to be done, even if that's a totally like arbitrary deadline feels really good. So if you have a chronic history of like putting your fitness goals off until January one, and then you get to the end of summer and you're like, okay, well, great. I kind of blew it. I'll start again in January. You might feel really stinking proud of yourself. If you decide to start a goal, really dial in with a goal in August, right? Um, And so I think that those are kind of like the four big pillars of why I think the fall and early fall is such an underrated time. Um, So again, having that routine to build your life off of, to build structure off of, having social plans kind of die down until the holidays, cooler weather, and then having that mental like satisfaction of feeling like you're pursuing a goal when other people are kind of putting it off. Now, I mentioned earlier in the episode how I would be using fat loss as an example throughout this episode, mostly because that's just a really common fitness goal for a lot of people. But please don't be mistaken. Fitness has so many other benefits outside of just losing weight, right? And there are countless other goals that we can focus on that are not related to fat loss. So I'm going to be talking now more specifically about like two different topics. First, I'm going to talk about how we can use the fall strategically if fat loss is a goal that you want to pursue right now. Then we're going to look at how to use the fall strategically in your fitness journey if fat loss might be on the docket, but it's not something that you are going to pursue in the early fall days. All right, so first up, if you plan to pursue fat loss now that summer has died down and you're ready to dial back in and focus on your goals, first thing. I want you to become very, very clear with and understand the trade-offs of dieting. Make sure that this is a good time for you to diet. For some, this might be a really great time to diet. For others, it may not. I don't know your life. I can't decide that for you. But I want you to keep in mind that most diets are going to take place like anywhere from maybe... 8 to 20 plus weeks. So we're looking at August, September um, at least, and then potentially into the second half of October, maybe even your dieting through November. Um, It totally depends on the pace of your diet. It depends on how much weight you're planning to lose. It depends on how adherent you're willing and able to be during this time. Um, And so just keep that in mind. This isn't going to be like 
can I lower my calories or do a crash diet for three weeks? If you're wanting sustainable, successful fat loss, this is going to be weeks, months long of committing to a particular goal. So get really clear and understand like, are you willing to commit to something during the early fall season? Do you have other occasions that might come up that will be more important to you than adhering to a dieting phase? There's no like moral compass here. It's not you're bad if you don't adhere to a diet, you're good if you do. This is being honest and realistic and again, objective with yourself. Am I willing and able to be consistent over the next eight to 20 weeks, honestly, um, for however long you plan to be in a dieting phase? So think through that time frame. Do you anticipate having maybe just like a handful of days that would require more flexibility? So for example, um, if you are the type of person where between now August and let's say November, you have maybe like Halloween, Thanksgiving, that's two days, maybe like five days, right? I'll give you like three random fun, like Friendsgivings or something in there. Maybe you have like just a handful of days where you're like, I wouldn't want to diet on that day. Great. Then this really might be a solid time for you. But if you're thinking through, August through November and you're like no you know what like I have my birthday I have a week-long trip we're going here for Thanksgiving or maybe you always have like five Friendsgivings and then you're going to like six different Halloween parties and you have all of these fun occasions that you're going to want to fully enjoy awesome I'm so excited for you and that sounds really fun it might not be the best time to do a dieting phase then so my first encouragement is to get really clear and make sure that this is a good time for you to diet if it is full send let's dive in if it's not great I will address you later in the episode and we'll talk about ways to still make the most of the early fall season back to those of you who are going to want to diet during the early fall awesome let's get right on into some of the tips I would encourage you to listen, if you haven't already, to my most recent episode titled Keep Your Feelings Out of Your Fitness Journey. I know I talked about it a little bit already, but it's going to give you some clear, concrete reminders and tips on how to make the most of your dieting phase. One thing that I think can be valuable is keeping in mind that dieting is temporary. This isn't something you want to drag on forever. And I remind my clients of that because my personal philosophy, at least when I'm dieting, is I want to get into the deficit do the work, and then get out. I don't want to live in a diet. So if you're planning on going into a dieting phase over the next couple of weeks, I would encourage you to get really crystal clear on number one, setting a firm start date. Set a firm start date. If you're going to start tomorrow, start tomorrow. If you're going to start next Monday, start next Monday. But get clear on when the dieting phase is starting, and you'll notice all of my other like specific tips are going to be very objective, very measurable. This is going back to that keep your feelings out of your fitness journey talk um, about the importance of like remaining objective, um, emotional regulation in a fitness journey, setting measurable goals, setting measurable standards, things like that. So set a firm start date. Don't just decide, oh... I think I might diet next week. No, set a firm start date, take it seriously. Second, set measurable goals. Set a calorie goal, set a protein goal, set a step goal, and then set um, ways that you're gonna measure your progress. Side note, because I feel like I always have to give this disclaimer, no, you do not have to track your calories. You do not have to track your food in order to be in a dieting phase, but tracking data versus just guesstimating or going off of your intuition will be the difference of knowing that you are following the protocols and hoping that you are following the protocols. 
That can be translated to the difference between knowing that you're making progress and hoping you're making progress. I don't know about you, but if I'm going to spend my time dieting, I want to know confidently that it's working. I don't want to be hopeful. So I would recommend that you set measurable goals, calories, protein, steps, and then measure your progress. I would also recommend you measure your progress in terms of taking your body weight every day and looking at your weekly averages, and then um, also looking at progress photos and measurements. Let me tell you right now, nobody ever wants to take a before photo. I've never met someone who's excited to take a before photo actually, Um, and I have all my clients take them, but you will regret not having it. So I would definitely recommend making sure that you're taking updated progress metrics so you can see how things are going if you need to make any changes. Find some way to track these data points, calories, protein, steps, and progress, and update it often. Now, what I also want to encourage you with, specifically in the fall, create a routine that will minimize or completely eliminate the need for willpower. So for example, if you are already prepping your ingredients like the night before, if you meal prep on Sundays, for example, you are going to minimize the need to constantly exercise willpower and choose a healthy dinner over takeout because you've already created the meal for you, right? Like you've already created a routine, you've created structure that allows your easy decision to be the adherent, the positive decision for your goals. I was talking about this with a client. Um, I use this example often. We were talking about how meal prep can totally save your life if you are in a dieting phase. And a cool thing with this client is she was driving home and she actually realized it would be easier for her to go home and eat the healthy food that she had already prepped. It'd be easier for her to do that than to drive through a fast food restaurant and pick up food and take it home. That is the secret sauce. That is what you're looking for. That's how to make your diet successful. Make the smart option also be the easy option. So I would encourage you to create a routine that minimizes or eliminates that need for willpower. So maybe if it's part of your routine that you always plan your meals the night before you go to bed, um, like, you know, you plan your meals for Tuesday on Monday night, you're not going to have to exercise willpower to consistently choose meals that align with your goals all day throughout Tuesday. By the same token, you're not going to constantly have to think about when am I going to the gym? When am I going to the gym? I don't feel like going to the gym right now. Do I need to go to the gym right now? You can avoid all of that mental turmoil if every Sunday night you plan out when you're doing your workouts for the week. It's not about doing things when you feel like doing it or constantly relying on discipline, constantly relying on willpower. It's about creating a routine, creating a schedule that will support your goals and make them easier. Another pro to dieting in the fall, I told you, is the cooler weather, right? Staying active. Get outside and move your body. If you have fat loss goals, you need to be moving your body. And you need to be moving your body more than when you're not pursuing fat loss goals. That's just part of it. So I would encourage you to set a consistent time when you're going to go outside and go for a walk every single day. Yes, you need to go for a walk every single day. It's going to make your fat loss efforts easier. It's going to be enjoyable in the cooler weather. You got to just commit to it, schedule it, wake up, and go. But another little pro that I feel like is also underrated um, is that warmer foods are more satisfying like in a dieting phase than colder foods. So I always use the example with clients of like comparing a 
big bowl of soup to like a giant salad, you will feel more satisfied. Like you'll feel more full in the moment after eating a really big bowl of soup, obviously assuming it's like a lower calorie soup, um, than a salad. So I love taking advantage of that in the early fall. I will make like a big thing of like chicken and veggie soup. I have a macro friendly chili recipe that we love and I'll make that oftentimes, but it is more satisfying sometimes than having like a salad or fresh veggies. So take advantage of that. Eat cozy, warm foods that are still healthy. Soup is a major dieting hack. I'll actually link my chili recipe in the show notes now that I think about it. So if you're interested in that, check out the show notes and I'll put a reel that has my chili recipe there. Okay, so those are some tips for people who want to maximize their fat loss efforts in the fall. Um, If you are not in that camp, if you have goals, but you're like, no, the fall is not the right time for me, this is still going to be useful for you. So now let's talk about ways that you can still maximize your fitness journey, even if you're not pursuing fat loss right now. I'm going to reiterate my point that fat loss is not the only significant fitness goal. And I think that's important to bring back up because it's easy to just assume if I'm not dieting right now, then I'm just kind of like living my life and not caring about my fitness. That's not the case at all. Even if you have fat loss goals down the road and you're not dieting in this moment, your efforts still matter. So I want to challenge you to view this season, not as just like, I'm going to go all out until I have to diet in January, but instead I want you to view this as almost like your off season to really dial in the skills necessary that will make fat loss easier whenever you do decide to go into a dieting phase. So I call this the priming phase with my clients. This is typically about a two to four week window at the start of a client's coaching journey where we really dial in the skills and practices necessary for success before we head into any specific goal. So if I have a client who wants to go into a building phase, um, if I have a client who wants to go into a dieting phase, whatever their specific goal is, we will spend anywhere from two to four weeks developing the skills necessary first before we full on like lower calories or increase calories or anything like that. So I would encourage you to view this season as that for yourself, as your priming phase, as your off season. So we know that some of the pillars for success in a fat loss phase, for example, are routine, consistency, and adherence, right? So practice creating a routine for yourself. Practice tracking something consistently. Practice these habits and these mindset shifts before they're super necessary. Um, Reminding yourself that like, we want to develop the skill set that makes fat loss easier. It's not just about like my fitness only matters when I'm dieting. It's about we want to be the healthy person who can just go into a dieting phase, see the success, and then get out of the dieting phase. So I want to challenge you not just to view this as your off season or as your priming phase, but in this season to set other fitness goals. You might set performance goals in the gym. So maybe like a PR, maybe you want to work on hitting a certain number with your squat or your deadlifts, or you just want to get comfortable going to the gym. Maybe you set a consistency goal of going for morning walks five times a week or only eating out twice a week or meal planning every Sunday, going to the gym a certain number of times a week. Having those skills become part of your routine before you go into a dieting phase, before you pursue your goals on January 1st maybe, is going to make those goals and make that transition so much easier. We know that consistency is the ultimate key to success in fitness, right? So practice it. If you've just spent five months working on going for morning walks every day, it's going to be so much easier if slash when you decide to transition into a dieting phase, if that's already part of your routine. 
Similarly, if you've just spent five plus months of cooking your own meals more often, being more intentional with your food choices, it's going to be so much easier then to transition into a fat loss phase if and when you decide to do that. I'm telling you, you can completely transform your lifestyle in five months. Uh, Like you can completely change not just your physique, but your lifestyle, your habits, your relationship with food, your relationship with fitness. It most often just takes clarity and consistency. It takes intention. So if you have goals that you want to pursue before the year ends, pursue them. You can do it. It is like the year is not over, not even close to being over. And if you're like, oof, I don't know if this is a great season, don't let that discourage you. Don't throw in the towel just because it's not a good time to pursue a dieting phase. Don't wait until January 1st. Um, adapt your goals. Set other goals. Use this as an off-season, as a priming phase, so that then when you do decide to put the pedal to the metal, it's effective. Whatever your goals are for the early fall, I want to encourage you to be unapologetic in it, be specific with it, be consistent with it. Your fitness goals are worth pursuing, whether or not it's fat loss, whether or not it's physique related, whether like regardless of anything else, your health and fitness is worth pursuing. You are worth investing yourself in. So speaking of that, if you are interested in looking for some help, getting a little oomph, a little strategy, a little accountability in working towards your fitness goals, I am now opening a couple of extra spots on my coaching roster um, now that summer and the busyness of summer has died down for me personally. So I'd love to hear from you. I will link my inquiry form in the show notes as well. If you're interested in learning more about coaching, you can also just shoot me an email or DM me on Instagram. But that's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.